Hello and welcome to Wide Left Sports with Mitch and Kyle. I'm Mitch. And I'm Kyle. Today we're going to do a, something a little bit different. We're going to go through all of our sports like we usually do, but um, I really want to talk about the lockout that's happening in the MLB. It's kind of a crazy thing, man, and a lot of people don't know why it's happening, so I feel like it's something we should talk about. Definitely. Um, so this is the first lockout since 19, I believe it was 94. Which is crazy that they've gone 26 years without a labor stoppage, and all of a sudden they're like, yeah, hey, we're stopping working for, you know, yeah. however long. No baseball, no baseball until we come to agreements. Yeah, um, and what's really funny, and I think even you noticed this um, when you went on their website, it's completely blank. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't buy anything. Like, you can buy the old stuff, but, like, there's nothing there. I think you can still buy stuff, but, um... There's no, like, stats or anything, because they don't have the rights to the players now. Yeah. The league technically doesn't have the rights to the players, which I think is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't realize is that, like, the minor leagues is under a different collective bargaining agreement, or whatever they call it. Okay. So, so like, the Rule 5 draft is still going on, and there are different minor league free agents that are being signed. Gotcha. But, um can still be signed because they're technically minor leaguers and they're not major league players, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, and the reasons why they're doing it, I, I don't really see why um, it needed to get to this. I, I don't either, but then again, I don't understand baseball as much as most people do. Uh, well, not most, but some. Yeah, I mean, um, they basically, they wanted to pay, or the players want to be paid earlier, which I get because, I mean... You know, careers aren't that long. Yeah. And, get um, your guaranteed money like in other sports. Well, yeah, get your guaranteed money. And, I mean, like, one thing I can think of just off the top of my head, Robinson Cano had that big contract with the Mariners. And yeah, I think four years in, we traded him. And then he was terrible with um, the Mets. So, I mean, but that was his first real shot at big, big money. I mean, I think he got one smaller contract with the Yankees that was still pretty big, but that was his first shot at a massive contract was that one, and then yeah, now he's pretty well out of the league, and I think that that happens a lot where players first shot to get a big contract, yeah, they don't wear it out. Another um Another one that did that was Pujols. Okay. Um, he played really well with St. Louis, but then signed a 10-year deal with the Angels and did not do well. Um, I mean, he's still one of the greatest players of all time, but yeah. um, he just wasn't as good in L.A., and it's because he was getting up in the mid to late 30s and 40s. And I mean, once you get to that point, you start to peek out a little bit. You start to deteriorate a little bit, not even peak. You start to not be as good as you were. Yeah. Because, okay. I mean, it's hard to get around on a 97-mile-an-hour fastball when you're a little bit older. Yeah. So so they want that. Um, and then they want, from what I understand, um, they want the ability to not be played with their service time, which kind of goes with being able to be played earlier. Yeah. Um, Because I think it was Chris Bryant 
the Cubs purposely kept him out of the majors so that they could get an extra year of right. his oh, that's right. service. I saw that. Yeah, and there's been yeah, others. You, you but, told me about that, yeah. Yeah, there have been others, but Chris Bryant was the one that I can remember that sticks out to me. Um, there have obviously been plenty of others because MLB has players that come up all the time and teams want to do that with their players. Yeah. Um, and then another thing to me that I think is also bad is, um, and this I don't know if this is being agreed to, but like... Seattle has done this with one of their players, and um, the Braves, not to the extent the Mariners did, but the Braves did it with Ozzy Albies. Um, they signed them to longer-term contracts for no money, or barely any money. Really? Like, a lot. but like a lot, but compared to their previous contracts? Right. I mean, like, Evan White for the Mariners, I, I can't remember if he signed a six-year deal or what he signed, but he signed a pretty long-term deal. Yeah. For like four or five million dollars a year, which again is a lot of money. It's a lot of money to people like us. But to an MLB player, five million dollars is nothing. Yeah. Which now, is, which is crazy to think about that they're even getting paid that much. Oh, I know, right? I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Although you have guys like Max Scherzer that's making what forty three now. Yeah, at like the age of like ninety, feels like. Yeah, it's crazy, but I mean, um, oh. I think that they want to avoid that because. And then Ozzy Albies, I think he got like a four or five. No, he got like a six-year deal, at like seventy-five million or something like that. So I mean, that was a decent contract. Yeah. But when you consider Albies, what he did for the team this year, I was gonna say he went off this year. Um. Oh, well, I'm a big Ozzy Albies fan. Yeah, if you consider what he did for the team this year, they got him out of steel. Oh, hundred percent. And I have a feeling with him, it's going to be continued success. Yeah. And just because that lineup is loaded, so they aren't really thinking well, just of his him. play style is so good. Yeah, exactly. He's, I mean, he's, he's such a, a good player that it's like he can. Talk, and on top of that, being a switch hitter like he is, and he can still hit really well from both sides. Yeah, I think he's better. He's better against lefties, I think. No, no, yes, I think he's he's better against lefties. Yeah, I think I don't know. I can't remember which side is better for him. But anyway, the reason I ever remember is because it might be the show, and we're not going to get that either if they don't come to an agreement. Well, we might we might get the Joe Random edition. Now yes. that would be funny. And it'll be the Joe. <laughs> that would be funny. No, I doubt we're gonna get that. It'll be late if we do. Yeah. Um, but in our in our interview that I had with um, Ryan Dibish from the Seattle Mariners, he had a good feeling that it wasn't going to be handled. For a while, right? So yeah, he said February. until like February. He yeah. had a feeling that they have like kind of a non-agreed-upon deadline of February 1st. Kind of like an unspoken deadline. Which is really cool that you were able to interview him and get some of that kind of insider stuff. Right? But when it comes back, do you think there'll be... Okay, so I have two questions for you. Yeah. When 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 stuff comes back, do you think there'll just be a flood of, like, transactions and stuff that happened over the time, or are they not allowed to make them at all right now? I've wondered that, too. I've wondered if... Because, like you were saying, you wanted the Mariners to sign Chris Bryant, you think when they come back that there's a good chance, because it was in one of your TikToks that... You said that you wanted him to sign Chris Bryant. Oh, I, I would love they sign Chris Bryant. So he would be amazing. If they come back, do you think there'll be a bunch of teams that have been like, oh, well, we picked up these guys over the time, or are they not allowed to do that? So I don't think they're allowed to do that. Um, but what I could see, so like, I know the Mariners and Chris Bryant were in talks. Yeah. Before the lockout. Yeah. So I bet you within that first two or three days, 
there's what's, gonna... what's really stopping them from just talking, like talking things out? Like I, mean, I think legal. Well, I get legal issues, but like so many teams probably do it at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I would think it'd be legal, and I I wouldn't want to touch that with a ten foot pole. So yeah, um, I mean on how greedy teams can get for it. Yeah, so I wouldn't do it, but I, I do think there could be teams that maybe like had an agreement in place before the lockout. So yeah, then the second it's done, they so just sign counts. it and get it done. Yeah, which that that'd be fine, I'm sure. But um, it's like the whole thing with um. The, the Bulls deal in basketball with Lonzo and the Kyle Lowry trade. Oh, yeah, with that whole tampering type thing, I think yeah. is what it was. Oh, yeah, but to remember, my other question was um, with the show. Do you So if they won't be able to release a new one, do you think they'll just keep adding content to the game? Or do you think they'll have to just basically leave it how it is? So what I think what will happen is, like, let's say the game or the... People the, that, the season starts while the previous game is up. Yeah, so let's say that hopefully they get this new CBA worked out Yeah. by the February 1st. Even I think February 15th, he said it was like the absolute last day that they could do it. Yeah. Because of um, reporting to spring training before it would screw up the season. Yeah. Um, I think probably, see, so here's what I bet you. I bet you MLB the show, because they're probably able to work on it more than they could have everything ready. They could just have it ready to go. Well, what I was thinking is maybe they'll drop some of the stuff like so, so like how they always do the player of the month stuff or Uh that that monthly thing. They'll drop those in twenty one as like super super really good versions of them, Mm -hmm. and then when the game carries over, then they'll release the versions of what they would have been. So, like, at the beginning of the year, I think the first one was Byron Buxton, maybe? Yeah, I think it was. It was, like, 95 or 96, so nothing crazy. I mean, still really good. We're still really good. Hey, that's my whole team still. Yeah. (laughs) So, nothing really crazy for... Or good for when the game came out, but nothing crazy now. I think they might do, like, a really crazy version of the card. And then dumb it down when it 22 comes out. Yeah, basically just make the stats go a little lower. (laughs) I know. It's a lot of interesting stuff going on with it. Oh, it really is. And I wouldn't want to be on... I wouldn't want to be on the lawyer end. I wouldn't want to be on any end of it, really. I mean, I know that that the Ryan Divish from the Times said his phone is basically dead. Where at this point of year, normally it's blown up, blown up with transactions and things that the Mariners are doing, which with our current GM is every single day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, you guys were making a lot of moves before before the deadline came. We were. We picked up Adam Frazier. We picked Ray, up right? Robbie Ray. We which just was, won Cy Young, right? Yeah, he was huge. I am so pumped was, for that. I was so surprised that he just, like, won Cy Young and just was like, I'm out. Yeah, I, I kind of was, too. Especially because Toronto's an up-and-coming team. But... Well, they just picked up, like, someone else. I know they just lost Simeon, but they just picked up someone else, I think. I don't remember. I don't know. Where's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to say Stroman. Where'd he go? No, Stroman went to the Cubs. That's right. But yeah. Yeah, no, so that was pretty cool. And then in basketball, um, I would like to set today's date, December 15th, 2021. So as of last night. December 14th, 2021, I am finally admitting, Kyle, this is on record, Steph is a really good basketball player, one of the all-time greats. Best shooter to ever do it. You gotta admit that. 
top three for sure. Um, I still think the best shooter to ever do it is probably Ray Allen, but that's a little controversial. But it that's is, for yeah. But I mean, Steph Curry doing it is ridiculous. He him doing it in half as many games. Though. Yeah, I mean, I will give him and that. still having a little bit left in his career. I think he's only had twelve years. Yeah, he's what thirty three. Yeah, because he had to go all the way through college being. Davidson, Davidson. Not being and super hyped up going into the league. Yeah, he wasn't like at Duke or anything like that where he could do one and done, so he had to do all the way through. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, I was happy for him. He will make that 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 record pretty close to untouchable. Someone would have to become better than him. Somehow. Yeah, I think the only one that's going to be close to him um, that's in the NBA now. Trae Young, maybe. Well, I was going to say, I think Harden has a shot to be close to him just because I think he's already pretty close. Harden's in like eighth, I think, or something. I thought he's maybe, in like fourth. Maybe he's in fourth, but he's still really far behind. Yeah, but he'll at least bridge the gap a little bit. He might be Ray Allen's. Yeah, might. Um, because he's getting up there too in age. He is. Uh, I do think. I actually think more than Trey Young. This is gonna be a little controversial because he does drive. I think Luca. Yeah, I just don't think he has. He has too. Oh, he almost has too much playmaking to be able to do that. Yeah, passes the ball a lot. Luca for me, is just one of the smoothest basketball players in the NBA. Or shot, even though it may not be, like, the best, like, looking. Like, for some reason, sometimes there's something about it, like, visually not appealing for some reason, but the shot itself is so smooth. Oh, I mean, I remember watching him in the playoffs last year, and I'm just like, this kid. oh, my God, he is so good. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, the only player I could think of right now, because, I mean, they wouldn't have to shoot, like, explicitly threes, like, Steph didn't, but that's what he's known for. So that's why, and a lot more of his shots were were three pointers. Yeah, but um, now that he's hit it, I think he's gonna be able to relax a little bit. Yeah, and I don't still, think he'll... he'll still shoot a ton of threes. I just think he'll actually end up shooting better. Yeah, he won't be so stressed about it. Right. So he'll just be able to, I mean, take open. Threes. I don't really think he was stressed about it. I think he was just kind of like, yeah, it's he there. just knew he was. He knew he was by it. So he's yeah, like, uh, he was kind of. It was always in the back of his head. Yeah, he um. He'll probably be able to uh, probably be able to just relax and shoot good shots. I, honestly, it might make him a better playmaker, too. Yeah, it might. I mean, he'll have Clay Thompson that he can pass off to here and soon. And Jordan Poole, who's doing really well. And, and Jordan Andrew, Poole is and doing Andrew well. Wiggins. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins. I wish Andrew Wiggins would have done well in Minnesota. I do, too, a little bit. I honestly, if you think of that team, okay, so they traded for D'Angelo Russell. Let's say they're still able to do that. D'Lo's really good. Um, they have Cat, who is really good, and I think kind of underrated. Honestly, I'd say, I'd say he's a really good big man. I would also say he's underrated, but at the same time, there's something about him that's properly rated. Yeah. Um, and then if they wouldn't have traded Zach Levine, which I think they needed to, but if they wouldn't have traded Zach Levine and they wouldn't have gotten rid of Andrew Wiggins, that yeah. team would be good. That team would be really good. They'd be a strong team. I don't know why they ever really got rid of Zach. Like, I'm sure he, there was times where he'd peak and he wouldn't do – exactly what they wanted, but I mean, look at him now. Yeah. He always had this ability, they just kind of had a leech on him a little bit, I think. I think they, um, they're pretty short-leashed with certain players. Which is which is odd, because you would want players like Zach Levine to show out at yeah. all times. To where they didn't really give him a shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, and then... Uh, my Nets won in, I think it was either overtime or double overtime, 
with half their team out with COVID. I was going to say, Patty, Patty Mills did really well, didn't he? Patty Mills did well, and Durant had a triple-double. Yeah, that would do it. It was a, like a 30-some point triple-double, too, wasn't it? Was it uh, 50. Fifth, oh, that's right, it was 50. Yeah, he scored 50 last night. That's right. So. He had a crazy game. And then the Suns, Blazers almost beat the Suns. Yeah. I think they only lost by, like, ended up being, like, two or three, maybe even only one. Blazers will pull out some crazy games. I just don't think they'll be able to do that much. I doubt they make the playoffs this year. Um, I think they'll make it. They'll be a they seven might, I or bet eight. You, I bet you they'll make the play-in. Maybe. Oh, that's right. They're doing the play-in still. So, yeah, they'll definitely make the play-in. But they are they are a rough team right now. Well, the problem is is they have Lillard and McCollum, and I think McCollum's out right now. Yeah, collapse long. He's out for like the rest of the season. Oh, God. Yeah. Um... But anyway, they have those two when they're both healthy, and beyond that, they really don't have a whole heck of a lot. Well, it's because they never attempt to pick up players. Which, no. Which is so, like, I feel so bad for Damon. Like, he had such a high pick in the coach, he basically picked their coach. I mean... Yeah, he, he wanted Chauncey. Yeah, but I, I still think if they don't do anything good this year and don't make any moves in the offseason, he'll leave. <sighs> I'd like to say no, because I think he's super loyal. He is, but at the end of the day, he said the money isn't what he's chasing. He said, I'll never chase the money, mm-hmm. which, I mean, every NBA player is going to say that, and then once they get a large enough amount of money. Oh, he's making enough work. money in Portland. Well, yeah, but I think money. the thing he's going to want is a ring. Yeah, he's making money in Portland. That's not an issue. No, that's definitely not an issue. I think there will be another team that will offer him more money. A lot more money, but I'm just trying to think of what kind he's of team would need someone like him. He's making $42, 43000000 million yeah. already. There's not much growth room for him. Yeah, I could see him going to the Sixers in a trade with Ben Simmons. I honestly... So, I, I saw this as a potential trade for him, and I kind of like it because I kind of feel like Ben Simmons is screwing the Sixers. Oh, 100%. He couldn't be screwing them any less. <laughs> he is doing the most right now. And so, I saw a proposed right, trade sorry. to send him to the Thunder. And I was like, what would be a bigger screw you than to send you to one of the worst teams in the league? Yeah. <laughs> but then he'd also be surrounded by all those youngsters that are just actually really good, unless they had to get rid of him for him, which would be terrible. Well, they would definitely have to get rid of Shea. Which is, like, the worst thing you could do. Yeah. Because, honestly, in my opinion, he's one of the most underrated players, especially at the point guard position. And yeah. for his size, he's so dominant. Yeah, no, they definitely have to get rid of Shea. Probably get rid of Giddy, too. Or, or actually, they'll probably just have to get rid of a lot of their picks. Now we're going to move on to football. Yeah. So this last weekend we had, uh, I'm not even going to, let's not even mention the Raiders game. That was a complete butt kicking. You know, if you're going to flame me for the Lions game, I think we got to talk about the Raiders game. Okay, Lions versus the Chiefs. There's no competition here. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, but still, man. <laughs> got to be able to deal with what you give out, man. Um, let's see. Um, Vikings had a good game. They played well. No, we didn't. We had a really fantastic first half. Okay, they had a good we first played, half. Like, the best offense and best defense in the entire league in the first half. You can go back and watch it. Anybody will say that. Oh, no, I, I agree. There's um, a stat through week 13, because I think we had a bye week somewhere in there. Yeah. Right? Which was two weeks ago, right before Pittsburgh. If we didn't let up any points within the last two minutes of both the first and second half, we'd be 12-0. That's I don't how, doubt it. That's how bad we are in the final two minutes of every game. I mean, granted, our second half last game was terrible. I mean, it was just awful. I almost texted you with, like, 
three minutes left and was like, I was terrified. watch, you're going to do was, it again. I was terrified. <laughs> I texted, yes, I remember texting our group chat and I was like, we're going to do it again. I, I'm pretty sure I texted our group chat and I said, boys, it's happening. And then they we're got down to, to like the again. eight yard line at the end of the game and I was like, oh okay. my God, are they actually going to joke it? And yeah, as soon as, as soon as they stepped up to about make that play. When I saw what when I saw the replay at the end of the game, Harrison Smith punched the ball out last second. I was like, "Oh my God, we do not deserve you, Harrison." <laughs> like that man has saved our franchise single handedly, not just from that one play, but just in general. He is so good. Oh, that was almost a, one of oh. the funniest things. Worst, that would have been the largest regular season comeback in all of NFL history. Twenty nine. I don't doubt that. Yeah. Which I was about to lose my everything, bro. I, I was so sad. I was ready to just give up. But I'm going to pull, if this ever happens, if, if he ever leaves, I'm going to pull what CJ does, what you do. I'm going to follow Justin Jefferson now. <laughs> I'm going to follow that man because I love him. He's so entertaining. He's hey, now. Explosive, explosive players to watch. Hey, now, let's preface this for our fan base here. I only do that in basketball. Okay. I'm just saying. CJ only does it in basketball, too. But, well, no. but it's fair if I do it over here. So, CJ is a Kings fan. For some odd reason. It kind of just I happened one day. I, I, I don't understand it, really. And he follows LeBron. So, he has a team, mm-hmm. but he follows LeBron and likes LeBron. I like the Vikings, but I'll follow Jefferson. Is that fair? Perfect. Okay. I am just like, I love KD, so yes. I follow whatever team KD's on. Except for when he's with the Warriors, because that pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that was, you had like, a, what, three years? Yeah. Yeah, you had a little three-year span where you're just like, I hate that man. Despise him. <laughs> Yeah, uh, when he was with the Warriors, I was not... I was a... Okay. You weren't a KD fan. No, know. I was a KD fan. I a just, loyal KD fan. I just was really upset. Yeah, I was going to say, you were very mad about that one. <laughs> I was rooting for LeBron in all those finals. Let's just put it that way. You had to. I feel like. <laughs> At your point, you had to. Um. So, yeah. No, and then... um. I don't know what else happened this week. Um. Cam Newton sucked. Oh, yeah. Cam Newton was awful. He was really bad. Who else was? Who else had a? Oh, the Saints actually played really well. Did they? Who they play? I don't remember, but they won like it might have been like the Jets or something. But still, oh, well, still they played. They won like thirty to nine, I think. I, I think check. it was the Jets. I'm pretty sure. I can check because I have Alvin Kamara in my fantasy and he came back and actually did something. Ooh, um, who else was I gonna say had a good week? Oh, sadly for those of us not in New England area, the Patriots are back. Yeah. <laughs> well, Belichick's back. Yeah. He had one little shutdown year. That was it. I am not going to lie. It was, it was lie. so fun when it lasted. Last season was so much fun. Just just seeing the Patriots just not do amazing. I'm not going to lie. Um, I do like Mac Jones, though. I was not a Mac Jones fan in the draft. I thought it was... I did not either. I hated him. I, I thought they made a mistake drafting him. I actually thought out of all of the quarterbacks drafted... He'd be the um, worst. No, I didn't necessarily like think... the first he'd, round. I didn't necessarily think he'd be the worst, but I thought that Justin Fields was going to be the best out of all of them. Yeah. And he still might be if Nagy ever gets out of Chicago. Yeah. So, they yeah, they beat the Jets 30-9. to I mean, the Jets um, are... Chargers had a huge game, even though it was against the Giants. Let's they go, won, Herbert. They won 37-21. Herbert played really well. I really... So, being an AFC West fan, not a fan of really any player from any of those opposing teams. Mm-hmm. But, but Justin Herbert. Herbert is the one being an Oregon fan. I say that's that that comes down to being an Oregon fan it, too. Oh, I just love that guy. Yeah. Um, Broncos. I will give them respect. They had some very sad news with Demarius Thomas passing they, away. They played so well. They played really well in his honor. 
They, um, in the first play of their offense, went out with 10 players on the field. I thought that was a really cool tribute for them. They took a... um, They took a delay delay game. game. Yeah. Um, They also... I saw a thing that their final drive of the entire... Their final offensive drive on the final... Like their final, sorry, their final offensive drive of the game was 88 yards. I thought yeah, that was really cool. it was 88 yards. That was super cool to see because obviously I mean, a coincidence, but still, it's really crazy. You know, I tend to believe it's not a coincidence. See, I think it was. I mean, I I don't know how you can really like set that up. Oh, I'm not saying it was set up. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying there was something there that was like, I do bet. Yeah. Yeah, but what were the odds they got the ball on the 12th? I don't know, man. This shit happens. writes itself, okay? It just happens. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was great to, as much as I, being a Raiders fan, I'm not a Bronco fan, it was great to see. Yeah, no, definitely. It was Demarius crazy. Thomas. I, I was, is, how old was he? Wasn't he only like 30 something? He was like 33, 34. Demarius yeah. Thomas was actually. So dominant. Probably one of my favorite Bronco players that I have in my lifetime, him and Von Miller. Yeah, 100%. I would say Demarius. I remember watching, um, I don't remember what it was. He had a game where he had like, th- like four catches for three touchdowns with like 180 yards or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that was really cool to see them do that for him. And I think too, I saw today, they're doing a mural, um, the one with Peyton Manning, and they're splitting it up and doing part of it with Demarius, which is really cool. Yeah. And I think Peyton would want nothing more than that. Oh, Peyton loved Demarius. I was say that. those those two had a connection. I mean, it's. Crazy with how young he was. I think he died of seizures. Or something yeah, like it said he had something, a seizure, which is like too that. bad. Which is, I mean, that's crazy at age of his. Which they said he'd been dealing with him for like over a year. Yeah, that makes me wonder if he doesn't have that CTE that everybody has in the NFL. Yeah, but even then, still, like you would, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's um, crazy. But yeah, um, I don't know. Vikings somehow ended up with another primetime game next week on Monday. I'm giving up on the Raiders. I don't even know when they play or who they play. I do know who they play. They play Cleveland. We play the Bears, so we'll probably lose. <laughs> if you lose to the be Bears. Optimistic. If you, hey, lose you guys to lost to the Bears and you guys are better than us. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you said you guys were going to steamroll them too. I did. I I admitted I thought we were going to steamroll the Bears and we didn't. Some, I'm going to use some reverse psychology and say we're going to lose. But um, yeah, all I care is Justin gets over 100 yards. He needs to continue his streak. Yeah, I would love to see Justin Jefferson out there. I don't know if they're starting Dalton or who they're starting, but did I say Justin Jefferson? Yeah, I meant Justin Fields. I'm sorry. I meant Jefferson. I know you meant Jefferson. <laughs> um, I meant Fields. I I really liked him. I mean, you probably know. like to see Justin Jefferson out there too, making some plays. Yeah, I don't I mean, mind. He's I don't right mind now, Jefferson. Statistically, right now, he is, like, the best deep threat wide receiver in the NFL. What about Cup? He gets a lot of short catches for a lot of yards. Okay. I thought Cup did some long ones, too. But. Mm, he does. He just has, like, a... he has, Well, I mean, he's leading the league in yards by, like, probably 200 now, maybe. Yeah. But he's also got, like, 15, 20 more receptions, which that, that would do it. That would do it, yeah. So, no kidding. Yeah. But, yeah, so thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time.